What is up, people? Uh, you are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Jamari Stewart, joined in studio this time uh, by my co-host for every episode of this uh, podcast, Kendall Stewart. Uh, Kendall, what we got going on this week? Yeah, Shamari, it's our uh, it's the Imperial Broadcast Thanksgiving special uh, for all you people out there. Um, it's a uh, been a very very kind of newsworthy week or two weeks since we've last been on, but um, you know we've got a new show on the streaming service. Uh, we've got more news on the first streaming service show confirmed the Mandalorian uh including who may possibly be the Mandalorian and we have a new episode of Star Wars Resistance to talk about a couple new episodes of Star Wars Resistance yeah Resistance to talk about so those should all be fun might might as well be one yeah honestly yeah (laughs) sadly enough uh but yeah we got so we got some stuff to talk about I mean I think the the good place to start is with what I what I think is the biggest news that's come out um, and it's that uh, Diego Luna, Cassian Andor, uh, is getting his own show. This is coming from Bob Iger himself. Yes. <laughs> you know, Iger is excited about this, apparently. He wanted to announce it himself. So we're getting a Cassian Andor show on uh, Disney+, Plus, which is a Disney streaming service. Um, and, you know, of course, Diego Luna is very excited about it. Talked about how he enjoyed working on Rogue One and you know he's excited about exploring Star Wars and his new medium so I, I mean I think I think this is a I, I mean and when it comes to this idea I think this is going to be a success I think Diego Luna was extremely talented I thought his character in Rogue One was very good it did make me want to know more about him I feel like there is a lot to his story as well in the Rogue One novelization, they revealed that he was with the Separatists, so which is interesting. Um, so, I mean, you know, there, you, there's a character there right. that you can build off of. And I'm glad that, you know, they... Because this is a very out-of-the-box thing person. <laughs> yeah. He's not the first person you would you would think of when it comes to people that they make a show about. So I like that they're exploring these new characters. I like that a lot, actually, you know. And I, so I think that this is a very good idea. I think there's a lot you can do with this. I mean, you can have anybody show up in this thing. Saw could show up in this. Uh, really, anybody. You can cast a young Leia. You can cast you. You can cast a whole bunch of people to show up in this. You can have, uh, you know, Enfys Ness. Yes. You could have. You could have anybody show Hera. up in this. Well, then we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not getting, we're not well, not, I don't think we're going to get Hera. Hera's a, a Tweetlick. I think that's kind of, uh, you know, that's, that's budget. Well, the budget is yeah, supposed to be crazy. They got to break out the budget. For all these shows, try, to, try to make Hera a main character in this. Well, if they're free to do aliens, I'm not saying she'd be a main character, like a cameo. Well, yeah, they can do a cameo. Yeah. That they can do. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying, oh, Hera's got to be. I was going to say, you could just live action rebels. Like, no, no, that'd be crazy. I was like, listen, man, this isn't the Mandalorian. Yeah. They're not breaking out the John Favreau hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, but as far as we know, yeah, as far as we know, I mean, we don't know yet. You know, Iger, Iger himself announced this. Hear, so. uh, you know, James Gunn. <laughs> no, it won't be James Gunn. Yeah, not James Gunn. They're not gonna. They're done with James Gunn. Um, but we're not gonna get into that controversy. <laughs> right. Um, Whole another conversation. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is exciting news. I'm very excited about this news. 
Um, I mean, of course, I would have hoped that we would have gone to a different era, a different era. Right. I think it's about time we do that. But I'm excited about this. I think this is going to be a good show. What? What? Well, before I get into the idea of the concept of this show, what do we think? You so you think this is a good idea? You think like yeah. you're you're for this idea? If you were making a Star Wars show, it probably wouldn't be first on your list. But this no. is something that if someone pitched you this idea, you'd be like, "Yeah, let's make it." Yeah, I think this is a good idea. Yeah, I mean, and I think K two S O and is a good would be a good side character, or showing how they met or whatever whatever story there is with that. I think that's a good idea as well. Right, right. Um. Yeah, I mean, this wouldn't have been my my first uh, option, but it's one of those things where we we haven't had any Star Wars live action shows. So if you told me that we're gonna get a Rogue One spinoff with Diego Luna starring as his character, who was the main character in Rogue One, I mean, that's certainly not a negative. You know, I would t- I would take that and go <laughs> home. You know, so uh, so that's certainly a positive. Um, it's a little. It's it's a safer. It's safer than the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian, we don't know anything about. We don't know any of the characters. Mm-hmm. We don't know really what the story will be. We don't know the actors that will be in it, as far as we know. Um, so like, it's very much a blank canvas uh, with a lot of potential, but a lot of downside to be bad potentially. But with this, I mean, this could also be bad, but. You would think, you know, we, we've seen Diego Luna before. You know, we've seen the Cassian Andor character before. We've seen um, the story that they've been able to tell with that character. Uh, we've even seen his brother do television before, and we know that. So we know that you would think that that would be able to carry over uh, for Diego. So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why this seems like a low-risk, high-reward type of idea. Um... I, again, I'm a little surprised that they decided to do this. Uh, I don't know what Rogue One characters we're going to get. I don't know if it'll be Jyn Erso. I don't know, like you said, if Saul Guerrero will show up. So Forrest Whitaker is certainly not opposed to taking those Star Wars checks, clearly. <laughs> he shows up in everything. Um, or those Disney checks, <laughs> especially. But, um, no, I mean... In terms of the concept of this show, though, when do we think that this show will take place? Like, this is pre-Row 1, right? It has to be. Has to I be, mean, one, obviously. Unless it's basically during Row 1, but even that would be chaotic. Yeah, that'd be kind of... They'd be impossible. putting themselves in a the box yeah. <laughs> if they did that. I don't know why they would do that. Um, so, assuming this is pre-Row 1, that would mean that it's going to be hard to overlap with Rebels. Because Rebels, well, no, because Rebels takes place way before Rogue One, right? At least initially. And then it leads into Rogue One at some point. Yeah, I mean, I think Rebels takes place, I think it's, is it, I'm trying to think of when in the timeline. It's either, I don't know why 15 years comes into my head. Either 15 years prior to A New Hope or from can't be 15 years. Yeah, it can't be 15 years. No, no I'm like, maybe like five years. Like Leia. Yeah, Leia, Leia would be Leia was in Rebels. Yeah, Leia was in Rebels. Yeah, maybe like five. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, that would be wild. Maybe like, uh, hold on, let me look up this timeline. But I think it's like 
three to five years, maybe. Yeah, four. that makes sense. Because Ezra's like a kid, and then he's like like a teenager by the end of Rebels. And yeah. the end of Rebels. And at the end of Rebels, when with Obi Wan, like Luke was like a little kid, or or I don't know. I, well, I I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how old Luke was. It was because uh, he was so distant. Right, right. You couldn't right. really see. Yeah, how I, th- big I think he the was. implication was that he was. He was just being. Well, watched. he's the same age as. He's the same age as Leia. As Leia, so he has to be at least. So he like has a to teenager. be like a teenager. Yeah. Right. And the so idea was that Leia, Ezra, and Luke were like the same age. Yeah. I don't know if that was confirmed or not, but that was like supposed to be, I think, like a concept that they had. So. Right. Right. Which is why that whole thing of like, oh, Luke, like you know, like some, some kid, some little kid is like that's yeah. the way they wanted you to think, but yeah, it wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but I only, yeah, I only say that because I, I, you know, I wonder if there's if there is potential for them to overlap with Rebels, bringing some of those characters. Um, is there an opportunity to bring in some characters from the Clone Wars? Um, that maybe we saw in Rebels. Are we, are we going all the way back to the Clone Wars? I mean, Diego Luna's kind of... Right. I mean, he's, he's an older actor. He's not that old. I mean, if you give him a clean shave, maybe a different haircut, you could probably right. pull off a younger character, but... Oh, and Rebels is five... Starts starts a Rebel... The beginning of Rebels is five years before New Hope. Right, that makes sense. Which um, does make sense, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which means that Rebels, I guess, in, t- in its entirety, takes place over five years. Oh uh, yeah! If yeah, by the end there, yeah. they, they did the Battle of Scarif, right? No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. No, they didn't do the Battle of Scarif. They skipped it, right? Well, they didn't. Well, yeah, they skipped it, but they didn't end there, right? People thought they would end there. People thought they would end at the Battle of Scarif. In the end, in the post time skip or whatever, they like they mentioned it, right? But but pre time skip, I don't think they did do because the Battle of Scarif leads right into a New Hope, right? So that's I why yeah, I yeah, did do that yeah you're right um yeah i don't know and then you have to talk about does this cross over with the mandalorian at all i mean probably not given the timeline given the timeline yeah um but there's a lot of there's a lot of upside for this for this uh show um there's a lot of potential uh in terms of things that they can do with it um because Cassian Endor, that's all we know about the show, is that he's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Do you know, uh, you mentioned that he was a separatist at one point. Is there, what kind of, uh, what kind of lore or background have they given his character in canon outside of Rogue One? Because I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing that I know about his character is what was told in Rogue One. Yeah. I mean, I know he was, like, he was with the... Uh, the uh, separatists, like he didn't agree with like the republic, or, like the politics of the republic. Right. Um, I don't remember the specifics of it because like it was so it was a while ago and there's so there's so much Star Wars. There's been so much Star Wars since. Yeah. You know, but I remember that was a, a very interesting detail. In the novel, they didn't give much detail to it, you know, but he was that was his uh, his fashion during the Clone Wars, and then of course the Empire shows up. Um, so we don't know much about that, but they could explore that, you know, um, I don't, I, I doubt they'll go too in detail with that, but you know, I think it's something that they might as well bring up since it's a part of his history. Um, 
There's also solo characters. You mentioned Emphasis Nest. Uh, we see Alden Ironreich. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don, no Donald Glover. No, no, no Woody Harrelson. Yeah, no Woody Harrelson. Um, but will we get references to Crimson Dawn, possibly? Yeah, yeah. You know, will we get more about that whole criminal crime syndicate, that whole criminal underground? Yeah, because, I mean, we know Luna was, uh, or Luna, we know Andor was, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of creeping around, skulking around in the underground. Right, exactly. So. Um, so there's potential for that. I mean, I just hope that they don't take this too safe, that they do, like, decide to do things like that and really kind of explore things with that character that maybe aren't that maybe like the basic Star Wars fan won't know you know that they would right. have to you'd, you'd have to like do some more digging do some more research you know they can do they can tell a basic Star Wars, Star Wars story you know him just like rebels you know stealing some shipment from you know the the Empire or something but hopefully they decide to uh, have a twist in that show and I think that it could be very good. Yeah, I think so too. So I mean, I think we're in agreement. I think this this uh, has a lot of potential. Um, uh, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, so, but the next uh, piece of news is kind of a, a two piece. So we get two castings for the Mandalorian. Um, we don't know who these people are playing exactly, um, but there are pretty big castings. I, I believe so the first one is that Pedro Pascal is um, in the Mandalorian he's starring in the Mandalorian uh, we don't know if he is the Mandalorian some places are saying he's in negotiations I think the fact that some place some that think the fact that we have places saying he is in the Mandalorian I think we could just take it that he is in the Mandalorian. yeah I mean making Star Wars had like reported this in October Right. And then Variety, like, this week, like, reported like, themselves. Yeah. Said, oh, yeah, he's in The Mandalorian. He's in The Mandalorian. So, yeah. I mean, this has been in the works for, like, over a month, and then it's still, now it's finalized, reportedly. Right. You would think that that has come through and that it's done. Yeah. And so, some places are saying he's the lead. Which yeah, some people are saying he's the lead. If, you, so, if you're the lead. So, I mean, I guess you are The Mandalorian. Probably, Are you yeah. The Mandalorian? Unless it's one of those, like, you know, like, The Last Jedi type things where it's, like, the Mandalorian like some myth or some yeah. figure that's not really in the show. Yeah, which I, I wouldn't like that. Or I mean, we'll see. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be. And we're and we're getting news that Gina Carano, um, uh, former MMA yeah. fighter, is now also playing a role in the Mandalorian. We don't know what kind of role. We didn't really get much detail on that, but she is in the show. Yes. So. Um, she's in Deadpool, obviously. Yeah, she was in Deadpool. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, we're getting some we're getting some names in in the show, and I'm like Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. yes, that's right. We're getting Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed himself, uh, is going to be playing a role. Um, which I mean, that should be fun. That should be cool. Yeah, you know, he's a good actor. So the more talent we get on on in, on this show, um, the better. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think that um, Pedro Pascal is playing the Mandalorian, or maybe, maybe it's just my wishful thinking. I kind of hope he doesn't play the Mandalorian. Yeah, you know more about Pedro Pascal. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. I mean, I've seen Game of. I've seen him in Game of Thrones. I saw him in Kingsman. Right. I know he's in Narcos. Um, Does he play with uh, with Diego Luna actually? 
Does he play uh, Escobar? No, I don't believe so. Okay. But Sad-ass. But I think does Luna play Escobar? I, think Luna might. I don't know. One <laughs> one of these people plays it. One of them plays Escobar. But it's not um, Pedro Pascal. Um, but uh, but he is like, and I don't know. I, he kind of gives me more of a, and this isn't, and this isn't meant as any kind of offense. This is actually a good thing. But he's kind of gives me more of like a, uh, a pretty boy kind of vibe. That's who he literally kind of what he plays in Game of Thrones. Um, not so much in Kingsman, but that's still the vibe that I get from him. Very clean cut, you know. Um, but the Mandalorian, he gives me more of a kind of like Jango Fett, Boba Fett vibe. Kind of like Tamara Morrison, who played Django Fett. He was kind of more rugged, more like stone-faced. Just he's more of someone I can see that's just an assassin. Like that's just his life. Pedro Pascal, he doesn't really give me that vibe. Right. He doesn't really give me that vibe, you know? Um, so, I don't know. Um, I mean, I... I I'm glad he's in the show. I think he's extremely talented. So I'm I'm very 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 happy um, to know that he's in the show. Uh, but I kind of hope he is not the Mandalorian. Um, and as for Gina Carano, um, I'm glad she's in the show as well. You know, I think especially someone that can play such an action that's someone that's so action oriented. Right. I think it's only a good thing only a good thing so i'm glad i didn't hate her in deadpool yeah she had a limited role limited role i didn't hate the role so i'm on board i'm i'm happy with this news uh yeah i mean there there was at first on on pedro pascal um that that seems like it's a good fit i, I my guess is that he's playing the mandalorian um, you know, like I said, when they when you cast someone as reportedly the lead in a show called The Mandalorian, pro- he's probably playing The Mandalorian. Um, initially, they were uh, looking at the guy from uh, Wonder Woman, uh, who played one of Steve Trevor's allies. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they wanted him. Or I don't know if they wanted him, but they were looking at him to possibly play The Mandalorian. I guess that fell through. Uh. Or maybe he's just on the short list, but they decided to go with Pedro Pascal. They fit a similar kind of demographic for what they're probably looking for. Right. And so, I again, I'm not super familiar with his actual work. Um, but I can... I, the fact that you have an actor that is a part of shows like Narcos and Game of Thrones and uh, obviously have a a rich kind of uh, a rich uh, list of rich filmography for lack of a better term um, that shows that they're not trying to they're not going cheap with this they're not uh, trying to go with unknown actors they're trying to go with people with some sort of star power that's where Gina Carano also comes in that's where Carl Weathers comes in they're not just casting no name TV actors for your average um CW show, right? Or your average Fox Fox show. This is this is almost 
a borderline movie cast, and right. that's something that is uh, definitely important if you're Disney because their cast is it's something that's got to be both. Um, you would think going to be deep if they have this bit huge budget, but then also you want to have the top people in the cast, whether it be Pedro Pascal or Gina Carano, have some sort of uh, star power. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm glad to be hearing these kinds of names. He's also in um, Wonder Woman 84, apparently. Or he's going to be. Who, Pedro Pascal? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. All right. Um, well, that's very good news. <laughs> but um, uh, but um but yeah i'm really i'm really glad to be hearing this EJ, um, e- you know well, before uh, well, i well ej well, yeah, is crashing the podcast again he's crashing the podcast ej again. is crashing the imperial broadcast and first of all before y'all say i'm crashing it i literally just came to the gamer chamber here and was just standing around and someone brought my name so that's the only reason <laughs> Who would say that I even intended to come on and say, The big dog is in the house! Who would say I meant to say that? <laughs> I, I apologize. Anyone I got dragged into this. Anyone using headphones? <laughs> Headphone <laughs> users beware. Um, <laughs> EJ, I, so I want to pick your brain on this. So we got, yeah, what's up? So we got Pedro Pascal, Prince Oberyn himself. Yeah. Stars, he's the star in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Some are even saying he is The Mandalorian. You know, I think I'm. Of course, I'm, he's extremely talented. Yeah, so I'm happy he's in the show. I, I and I brought this up to Kendall too. I mean, I f- kind of see him as more of kind of a pre boy kind of role, kind of actor. Yeah, that's what he did in. Yeah, that's in what he did in GLT. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So he was in something else too recently. I forgot what it was. Game I know he was in. Was it? Was he in Kingsman? He, yeah, he was in the second Kingsman. Oh, which I, I saw that. That was really good. He was one of the villains, right? Yeah, I think he was. I vaguely I think it was that. like Tequila or something. I think it was in. Right, yeah, now it's uh, kind of a similar role. He was yeah, the, yeah, and that's kind of his thing. And I know he was in the Equalizer too, but I didn't see that. But I feel like he was like a TV show. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong about that. Anyway, um, he's a Narcos. That's what yes, it was. That's what we do watch Narcos. Huh? You watch Narcos? No, I don't watch it, but I heard he's in. I heard yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's a Narcos. Isn't he? Is he like the main guy? He's the third he's. villain. Oh, okay. He's not Escobar. He's not Escobar. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say. Yeah, I know the guy. Less, I know the guy. Like, Escobar sure totally amazing. Escobar. But yeah. I, I, no, Andrea. Shout out to my girlfriend Andrea. She's a huge Narcos fan. But um, but I heard he's good in that joint. Yeah, I'm sure that's a. I don't know. I'm sure it's a lesser, pretty boy role than the other stuff. But who right. knows? Maybe, maybe he still was in that in that lane. Plays right. like a D, DEA agent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I heard that too. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But um, but yeah, what do you what do you think about his role in the show? And what do you think about him possibly being the Mandalorian himself? I think that that dude is mad charismatic. I feel like if you're gonna, I feel like he's the kind of guy when I watched him in Game of Thrones that, you know, whenever scene he was in, he, you know, your oh, your yeah. eyes just your he attention stole, he stole it. Yeah, your attention just gravitates to him because of again his charisma, just his swagger. So um, you know, this is very interesting because I feel like, you know. Star Wars, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but I'm going to say something that maybe be, maybe is, like, controversial for Star Wars fans. But I, I'm going to say this, and we'll see how it goes. To me, there's not a lot of swagger in Star Wars. Like, and I, when I say that, when I say that, now look, now look, now look, now look, yeah, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say excluding Lando and Han, everyone else, they kind of just, they are. They, they're, you know. Lando and Honda definitely was more to them, which is hence why we got a spinoff with these two dudes. 
but the rest of the cast i feel like you know there isn't much more like what's the word uh intangible about them it's like yo that dude like he just got it maybe darth vader he has a weird kind of swagger maybe but you know just because the way he wrote his writing the writing for him is great uh but there's not a lot of swagger so if like someone's gonna be a mandalorian my thing is i'm my phone going off uh if someone's gonna be a man the mandalorian i wonder okay is this gonna be a character no pun intended because it's gonna sound like of course i'm talking about the latin guy but is it gonna be a little more spice to this dude like is it gonna be a little more to him than the other mandalorians that we've seen because a lot of these people are kind of just again they kind of just are they're not there's not really anything much to him so i'm excited that they're giving him this chance i think that maybe there's a there's a another another kind of level to like what we've seen from the characters of Star Wars that we can get from this kind of actor. He can he can portray that very well. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think either way, I I would be happy to see him in the show, regardless if he is or isn't isn't the Mandalorian. Um, I think he's just that kind of talent, and I think this is also a role that can also catapult him to another level. And I think in a TV show, also, I would say you need. I think you kind of need more characters like that. Like, I don't know if you can have, like, in a movie, like, it's two hours. So, it's like, just the characters can be, just be who they are, and that's kind of it. But I kind of feel like, you know, with a movie, TV show where there's a lot of other characters, let's say he's not the, the Mandalorian, but he's a character in the mold. Like, yeah, they, you need other side characters that kind of bring something extra. And that's kind of the impression I've always got with him. So, I, 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 would, I would be interested to see and seeing how they let him breathe as a character or is he doing something totally different like is this him saying i don't have to be that same like i don't say caricature but like that dude that a lot of latin actors get kind of cast as i can be just like your typical straight up whatever role i need to be and i can do that well too and and then and then my question be, okay well how does he do that kind of role right. so there's a lot there's a lot of different variables to this that make this interesting yes yes for sure yeah we also saw gina carano got cast from deadpool mm-hmm. as a character in the show as well. Um, I don't know how you feel about her. Yeah, Gina. Gina was in Deadpool. They didn't really give her all that much in Deadpool. Yeah, I don't know if that was a coincidence or not. Uh, it certainly was not a coincidence. If you ask me. Um, she was kind of more of like the action. She yeah. was just like an action obstacle for the for yeah. the for the protagonist. So is she going to do more in this? I don't know. But I would be interested in seeing what she could do. Yep. I get the. I don't know. I feel like Favreau is not going to be casting people who like are going to be trash. You know. I don't yeah. know. That's just the impression I get. So I could be wrong. Budget, which is, that's what right. it sounds like. I, yeah. You know, cause I feel like you know, there are some directors or showrunners that I feel like will cast people purely because of um, just their name. Like, I'm not saying this is the case for this person, but it's but they've and I'm definitely not saying the case because I don't necessarily believe that to be true. But this has been said about Ruby Rose in Batwoman, mm-hmm. is that they found the most famous openly LGBT character to play the most famous open LGBT character, and that's really all that came to it because of what they felt like Ruby's uh, pre- previous work showed that she didn't that she doesn't have those kind of chops. So hence this is, this is the only reason she got the role. She's very famous. She's very recognizable, and that's it. Again, I'm not saying that that's how I feel. I'm saying that's what people were saying. So you could look at Gina Carano and say, okay, she's another person, not as big as Ree Rose or Ronda Rousey, who was in um, Fast and Furious, but like someone a little more crossover appeal. We've seen her in different stuff. 
different avenues? Is this something to kind of get more headlines, crossover appeal? Favreau, to me, doesn't look like that kind of guy. Michael Bay does. Right. <laughs> not to not to diss Michael Bay on this podcast, but like so, like you tell me who who does. I feel like Michael Bay does that kind of stuff. Yeah. Other people, other and it's not nothing against him because a lot of people do it. The impression I got from Favreau every time I seen his work is that that's not what he's trying to do. Right. Yeah. So and I told Kendall already. I I support the casting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if it's his show, I want this to be an action show. I want there to be a lot of action in the show. I think this is a good casting for that. That's a good point. Do do we think uh, Carl Weathers is playing uh, Finn's dad? <laughs> or, or is Carl Weathers in this show? He's yeah, in they the cast show, Carl yeah. Weathers. Yeah, they when did that happen? Uh, last week, this week. Wow, Carl Weathers. He's yeah. doing. Does he do any TV or any? Yeah, he's yeah. in. Uh, I want to say it's like NCIS or something like that. He's in one of these like television shows. Not Lost, but uh, he was in like. Was he in like? He had like a. He had, <laughs> He's like a comedic role as himself. I think in Community, I want to say. He's in either Community or Thirty Rock. It was hilarious. I remember what we were like. Just like he kept like just like basically scamming like. Oh, Arrested Development. It was Arrested Development. Yeah, we, he just kept whoever he was dealing with. He just kept he basically was scamming them to like keep his name relevant or whatever. It was the funniest thing. Um, yeah, he's in. Uh, but I didn't. I know he. That's good for him. I've not seen Creed two, but I'm I'm hoping. You know, the Creed one avoided it. I'm hoping they remain, they they stay true to not having any weird ghost. dream dream ghosts yeah. with Carl. I do not need to see that. Yeah. No, none of us they can they can keep that. None of us want to see that. I was very happy he was not in Creed one. I feel like we would have heard about that by now. If true. Yeah, the word gets around <laughs> internet very quickly. Something like that. I feel like we would have heard. About yeah, that. we definitely would have heard about that. Apparently, time. his debut in television was in Good Times. So. Carl Weathers was in Good Times. I gotta find that episode. Yeah. That's a long time ago. All right, but um, but yeah, so that I mean, that's that's good. It's good to get your input on on this subject, EJ. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I was happy to. I mean, again, I came I came out of nowhere. I just came downstairs. I didn't even know y'all were doing the podcast. I literally came downstairs like I just came from work, and I was like, oh, they do this close and be quiet, and close the door, and also I'm like, I was like, yeah, EJ here. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm being I'm being pulled in. Let's see what we got. Now, nah, yeah, that was a uh, thanks for having me on. For the, oh yeah, yeah, for, for the sure. brief cameo. Big dogs always welcome. <laughs> All right, so so we're gonna be moving on. So we're gonna uh, briefly talk about another topic. So we got Chuck Wendig here. Um, well, he's not in the, in the studio. If only yeah, he were in the studio. That, Unfortunately, that would be a, well, that's one of our let's one of our goals. We're gonna try to get him on at some point. Yeah. But we're we're gonna talk about Chuck Wendig. Um, so unfortunately, it's more uh, negative news in regards to him. So he. Uh, his Darth Vader comic series, which we know we already knew had been. Announced. And now they announced it. We already knew that they were going to stop having him con- continue right. writing it. Those were announced at New York Comic Con, right? Yeah, they were announced at New York Comic Con. Now we know that they're not going to release it at all. <laughs> so even what he had already written is not going to be released. Um, so this is, uh, of course, coming off the heels of his controversial um, tweets. Uh, yeah, the tweets. Uh, I guess the, the controversial opinions. tweets and whatever, everything else he was doing on social media. Bl- tweets, blog posts, all of it. Right. Just, um, you know, Disney just said no. We have enough. We've had enough. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about the whole ending. Yeah, and we yeah and we talked about that at length. I mean, you know, and I I personally like Wendig a lot. I right. think he's got a lot of heart. And he's got a lot of spirit. He's not a bad dude at heart. Yeah, you know, he and he's right. a talented writer. Right, he's a very very talented author. 
you know. I wasn't the biggest fan of the first Aftermath book. The others were spe- I thought were great. Yeah. Among the best of the Star Wars the Star Wars new canon. So I was looking forward to um this series, but you know, I don't know, I guess it's just not coming out. Yeah, it's yeah, it's all yeah, it's strange because generally when you move on from I mean, you announce something at such a on such a high scale, like we're gonna announce it at a panel at New York Comic Con probably the biggest thing they announced at that panel to then because you move on from the author of I mean it's not even like it's a novel it's a it's a series of comics you would think that they'd be able to just continue it with someone else or assuming they haven't been made if they had been made then you think that they would just be able to release it um so that's that's strange um clearly that means that they they gave Chuck Wendig a lot of autonomy and that it wasn't like he's just kind of touching up on some things that the story group kind of gave him. It's, it's definitely one of the things where he, he crafted the stories and the story group just told him what he can and cannot do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but it kind of makes sense in theory when you think about what what happened with that whole deal with Wendig and why they moved on from him and how they moved on from him. Uh, it, I mean, also it just it just reflects that this is a much this was on a much lower level. So they could like Disney's not going to be able to do that with James Gunn. I mean, they might, but it's gonna be hard to like just say no more Guardians because right no James Gunn. You know yeah that's a that's a it's passing up on a lot of money that you could potentially make yeah you know like with this they probably feel eh, it's it's more you know for the fans rather than like to make money. I mean, they want to make money, but they probably they probably felt like it doesn't really hurt our bottom line to not release it. So it makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, that was you know Disney's decision. I, re- you know, I hope that he gets to do something else. Um, if it's not with you know Marvel, maybe he could still come out with a different another book. You know, maybe he just him and the Marvel team they just couldn't they just couldn't deal with him. But maybe at least Luke, maybe he could do something else with Lucasfilm. You know, so hopefully, you know, that's what we get. Um, you know, I hope he continues writing more content because I enjoy his content. Um, so we got some Battlefront news as well. So we got um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's finally announced. We got a trailer for Obi-Wan. And not only Obi-Wan, the Battle of Geonosis, which yeah. I, I read up on. The, um, and it sounds like it's going to be really... Like they take time. I'll give I'll give credit where credit is due. They take time to to uh, design these uh, maps right. and these uh, action sequences. You know, and these battles they they design them like actual battles. You should remember, you're saying that people at dice aren't uh, you know just twiddling their thumbs, <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to steal people's they're not, money. They're not just creating microtransactions, <laughs> and making new microtransactions <laughs> for the game. What are the most <laughs> complex ways in which we can steal people's money <laughs> through a, through microtransactions? Oh my god, man! It, I mean, they. they I, I, it, I'm not saying they were all like that, but they had a section of people yeah. that would just like make us more money. Find Does new the ways go on dice or EA? It's got to be EA, right? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think. I, yeah, that can't, I don't think that's dice. I think yeah, that's dice. EA. They just make. They, the they game. just dice. They make the game. Yeah. I think EA is the one. But I don't know. Wherever that, wherever that blame yeah. falls, um, they released the uh, Obi Wan as well as the Battle of Geonosis. 
Um, and I think it looks fantastic. You know, I think it looks like Geonosis. I didn't really see that many Geonosians. Um, I was hoping to see more Geonosians. Or I don't know if we'll see a lot. I mean, I don't think we'll see a whole lot either. But I, I was hoping to see at least some. You know, I, I mean, it was so dusty and everything. I couldn't really see. It. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the, especially how they described it. They said they even said in the in the Battle of Geonosis, there is a sandstorm that comes, or like a dust storm that comes and one phase of the battle and it i think i think it's just spectacular just in the battlefront just in general the work that they've put into the actual gameplay and the characters themselves including the voice acting i mean they got um um james arnold taylor yes in studio it'd be obi-wan again um and i mean i thought they i think they got obi-wan's design about as good as you can you can get it this is about as close to you, McGregor, as you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have him robed and not robed as far as a costume. Um, so I'm really, really excited. They haven't announced what the credit situation is for him. I anticipate it's gonna be worse than Grievous because it's Obi Wan. But I mean, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but how do you feel about this news, Kendall? Um. Yeah, I mean, the trailer was. I mean, I thought it was a very good trailer. It kind of made me wonder why they didn't um, release him initially at launch. I mean, if it they, always makes you wonder that if they, I mean, if they were to release that trailer at launch, if they released Obi Wan, Anakin, Grievous, and yo, Dooku at launch, people are buying that joint like that's a crazy. it's a success, and people are paying with the people are paying people the care, Michael Yeah, people don't care about the Michael. <laughs> people, are like, I don't care. Like Grievous, Dooku, Obi Wan, Anakin. I can do Anakin versus. Luke or yeah. Anakin versus Vader? Oh man, that would have been yeah, exactly. Like, so, come on, man. You know they you have a Vader skin that's the... like that's like Anakin or something. Yeah, like, and they could have done those things. Easily. They could have done those things. They wanted to drag it out. They had the the idea, but I mean, maybe it would have delayed launch a little bit. It would have delayed it for sure. But but I think it would have been worse. People would have been people would have been fine with that. If they if they would have explained like yeah, we could have released it three months earlier, but. You wouldn't have gotten Obi Wan, Anakin, and Roll Up. You like, me. Um, so yeah, that that's the one thing that came to my mind. But it, uh, I mean, like you said, the graphics look great. I mean, dice. That's the one thing they can do excellently is uh, video game graphics. Um, and I, when I saw Obi Wan again, it also made me think of like, now when will we get Anakin? When will we get Dooku? Um, you would think that those characters, they were supposed to come out in spring, I believe, right? Uh, or winter. Oh, it is winter. Yeah, I think, uh, I think or Dooku, Dooku may have been winter. I think Dooku's winter. Anakin spring? I think Anakin, yeah. Or he may also be winter. Yeah, I think like. Anakin is, like, spring or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the excitement level is obviously going to be very high for those characters, especially Anakin. Um, yeah. But they do have to fix this whole thing with, like, not being able to really play with these characters because everyone's trying to play with them. Yeah. And they also have to fix the idea of, like, them being costing so many credits. Yeah, they, they really Because do. how are you going to get all four of them unless you play the game all the time? <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, you can spend all your credits on one character, and then the other one comes out a month later. It's like, oh, you want to play as them? Play our game a lot. <laughs> You know, it's like why can't I just buy them? <laughs> I'm already paying the money. I gotta earn them. 
Yes, I don't know, man. It's it's ridiculous. They make you just grind and grind and grind, or you can spend the money. And it's just like I don't know. That's just how games are nowadays. It's really unfortunate. But either way, I'm excited to play as Obi Wan, which hopefully I do get to play as Obi Wan at some point. But I'm excited. You know, I'm really really excited. I think this is a really really. I think again, I hats off to the developers. They do a good job in making these games. It's the microtransactions. Really, it's just the microtransactions. I mean, that's really just my main problem, is the microtransactions. And some of the bugs are kind of ridiculous, too. Yeah. With Grievous and stuff. But um, either way, I, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm very, very satisfied with this. Um, all right, so we're going to finish off the show with uh, some Star Wars Resistance. This isn't going to take long. Because, <laughs> because Resistance is not... Um, doing much right now, just to put it, just to put it bluntly, yeah. like they're not doing much in resistance right now. We've got, uh, I mean, we have what was it, signal from Sector Six? Was it? Is that what it was called? Uh, the last one or the the one before that? I don't remember the one two weeks ago. That's the one with that the giant Kowakian monkey lizard. What did you say it was called? The Kowakian signal from Sector Six, I think. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, so that was the one with the giant. Quacky and quaky and monkey, monkey lizard. The thing that uh, which already sounds thing, bad. Yeah, it's already you know. I mean, you know, it's the giant thing that was on the little thing that was on Jabba's shoulder. It's a giant version of that. There, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's not like. Okay, so Poe comes back in the episode, and that's exciting, right? So we get Poe again. Poe teaches, um, Kaz a few things about flying. You know, they go on an adventure to to um you know they get find it see a distress signal they go investigate the distress signal it's a bunch of those you know uh salacious crumb and the other koaki koaki and monkey lizards it's a bunch of them just going crazy on the ship and then there's a giant one at first i thought it might have been a rath tar yeah i know right you know, i was like oh is this a rath tar i was like yo but no it's just a giant one and it's all crazy looking they end up saving a female pirate named sanara who um, is very suspicious, and they confirm that by the end because she's she's contacting the pirates at the end of the episode. Uh, it's the same pirate crew with that weird guy with the tusks or whatever. It's the same pirate crew that they keep showing up. Yeah, you know, they're the new uh, Visago, the new Hondo, whatever you want to call it. The pirates, the underworld aspect of Star Wars. That's them in this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I thought that episode was okay. You know, like, it was okay. You know, uh, Poe was good. Poe's always good. So, I was happy to see him in the show. Um, the overall plot of that episode was pretty bad. I didn't, <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't good. <laughs> like, it wasn't that good. I, I wasn't that interested in what was happening. Giant, quirky, and mucky lizard. I'm like, okay, you know, um, that's that's interesting, I guess, that there's a giant one. Um, or that there may be more giant ones out there. I don't know. But, okay. You know, that was, it was like a fun little episode. Like, oh, okay, all right. Now what's going to happen next? You know, I'm, now I'm like, okay, what are we going to get next week? Next week we don't get much either. Sonara score. Yeah, Sonara score. So Sonara's a traitor, which we all kind of re- figured. So she works with the pirates. She is a part of that crew. She ends up hearing... That Doza's that the 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 what's it call it the Colossus yeah. is gonna be exposed for a certain amount of time, 
uh, I forget why. It kind of doesn't matter. Some some run that's going to be done. Something something's getting done and it's going to be exposed and their their guns aren't working for some reason. <laughs> right, right. So they need so a, a part of the plot. Yeah, part of the plot. You know, so Yeager, um, it says Tam and Kaz, we need you to fix these turrets, um, so that the the Colossus isn't exposed. And Sonara hears about this and tells the pirates, now's your time to attack. The Colossus is exposed. So they attack. Kaz and Yeager fight a bunch of pirates to get this the thing that they fixed in place so that the turrets would go back up. So the turrets go back up. They're shooting at the pirates. It's They get the pirates to leave, but they get a big score, I guess, in the meantime. Um, Sonara and Tam have a bonding moment, so I think they're, they're kind of foreshadowing that they're going to be a team at some point. Or that they're at least going to be friends. Um, but that's really what the episode was. There wasn't really anything else to that episode. The pirates attacked, and then they left. And that's really it. And Sonara and Tam bonded. I mean, that's really all that happened in that episode. Yes. I think. <laughs> Unless I forgot something, but I don't think I did. Um, yeah, no, I mean, these episodes were rough. Uh, it seems that I, you know, I've been trying to gauge the pulse of Resistance online, and it seems as if this show is fairly, I don't know, I can't say it's popular, because I don't think, like, a lot of people are watching or a lot of people are talking about it, but the people that are talking about it seem to be, overwhelmingly positive about it, mm-hmm. which is surprising. I don't know if it's because the people that were trashing it in the beginning just <laughs> stopped caring about it. So, like, anyone that's still caring about it has to <laughs> like the show. But, um, yeah, it's overwhelmingly positive. Most people are like, it's way better than Rebels and Clone Wars to start. You know, I don't, I don't know if sure you agree I with that. I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> Clone Wars to start was way better than this. And I and I was sour on the Clone Wars to start. <laughs> right. You know, I think the Clone Wars to start had a lot of problems. I think all, like, I mean, yeah. Oh, all three of them, yeah. All, yeah, three, all three of them, three of them clearly, to start. like, didn't start off as as well as they would have liked. Um, I agree that, like, watching the Clone Wars beginning in hindsight it was just way more, like, relevant. It was just, even if the stuff they were doing wasn't, like, super, like, impactful, it yeah, was at characters. Least, yeah, at least it was Anakin and Obi-Wan <laughs> it Anakin doing it. Anakin and Obi-Wan. <laughs> you, you know, know? And Jar Jar and, you know, like, Padme. Padme. Characters from movies. Yeah. Um, so, like, that that was that was the thing about the Clone Wars. But, um, yeah, no, I know. I feel like this show, I, I like the animation in this show. It's, oh, yeah. It's I very like vibrant. a lot. Yeah. It's a very vibrant look to really it. Really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I even like a lot of the characters. Yeah. It's just... I feel like the positions they're putting them in, the, the, the story they're telling with these characters. They're, it's like, what story, man? It, like, yeah, it's just very, like, thin. It's like paper thin, man. It's like, there's nothing, there's no meat to it. There's nothing there. Like, there's no substance. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, like, and that's a major problem with this show. Because I feel like this is a show that kids probably love. You know, oh yeah, it's probably, like it's like mindless kind of, like, humor and mindless <laughs> storytelling. But, like... If you're like watching this for like deep canon like lore, uh, not yeah. a good fit. Right yeah, now. You gotta, it's gonna be a long wait. That's what it looks like. These last two episodes, I'm like, man, it's gonna be a long season. We yeah. got like 22 episodes of this. Yes. I mean, I'm hoping it gets. Uh, I don't mean a bash the show, but I'm hoping it gets like more. I'm sure it will. I'm sure we'll get more into things that are like we'll find out more about what Doza is hiding because he's clearly hiding things. 
and we'll find out more about the other pilots, which is another thing that I, you know, just sitting here wondering, I'm like, where are these other pilots? You want to have extra episodes with stuff that isn't really related to the First Order, that's fine, but at least have some new pilots, some new people. Yeah, exactly. Who are these other people? They have these ace pilots, quote-unquote, they're on this place. Who are they? <laughs> you know, like, what do they do? Instead of just following, seeing, watching Kaz and Tam and, and uh, what's his name? Yeager. Uh, uh, Yeager and, and the green guy. Oh, uh, that takes everything literally. Not hype phase on. No. The guy. No, the other guy, the funny one. Yeah, I, forgot, I, forgot <laughs> I don't know why I said Eno, but that's not his name. Um, I that forget Enoch. his name. It's not coming. Who's <laughs> Enoch again? He's from Agents of Shield. Oh, yeah, Agents of Shield. <laughs> the alien thing. But no, but that, alien. but you know, to Cass and Tam and that guy and and them just fixing things and you're yelling at them. I need this fixed. And it's like, oh. Uh, you know, it's like something out of it's like Pokemon or something. Yeah, you know? honestly, man. It's like something. It's like every episode honestly, is like, guys, I need you to fix this thing, and it's like, come on, man, this is Star Wars. Niku, Niku, yeah, there we go. Yeah, but it's like this is Star Wars. Like <laughs> we need more than that. More than them just in some garage. Honestly, they're just, man. yeah, they're just in some garage with a wrench or. Cats, I need you to get me this part, and he goes down to the, to the place to get parts, and they're laughing at him. That must have happened like three times already in this show. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure it'll get better. I'm sure. Wait, it'll are get you better. sure? Are you sure, Shamari? Uh, I I put money on it. I think it's gonna get better. I don't think it's gonna stay like this. It's not gonna stay like this. People are gonna dish the show if it stays like this. Did you see um, the uh, the uh, descriptions for the uh, the next couple of episodes came out? No, I'm try- I try to avoid stuff like that. I don't want to be surprised by this stuff. I don't know at this point, man. Yeah, I, nah. Point. I mean, we're watching it anyway. It's not like I'm <laughs> not gonna point, watch man. it. I'm watching it anyway. All right. Okay. I, I mean, All I'm right. gonna I'm watch it anyway. It. If, if the listeners wanna wanna read it, they can find it for themselves. It's on the internet. All right, yeah, it's on the internet. I'm trying to avoid. I, would, I try to avoid that stuff. I don't need descriptions of episodes. Before they release, I always tried to avoid that stuff. Even when it was on Guide for whatever cable we had, I didn't read the description. You don't read the description? I don't read the description. I'm just like, give me the title of the episode. That's it. I'm good. Really? Yeah. You know, so. Uh, but, yeah, man. So, I'm, um, uh, you know, so right now, Resistance isn't looking too hot. But, I mean, I'm, I think it'll get better. I think why it'll is BB-8 still with Cass? I don't know. I, 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 that, just the whole thing with BB-8 being there is kind of confusing to me. I mean, because this leads into the Force Awakens, so he's got to leave him at some point. Yeah, BB-8 is gonna leave at some point if this is crosses him over with the Force Awakens. So, right. I mean, I don't know when that's gonna happen, <laughs> but it's gotta happen. Yeah, BB-8 is like on the poster for the show. Yeah, it's all he, he's on the poster. He's on the the logo with the thing flying by. Remember, BB-8's right there. Remember, like before the show came out. Before the show was announced, like, they were, like, one of these, like, Reddit people was saying, like, oh, yeah, the leak is, like, yeah, the show is, like, going to use BB-8 as a major, like, marketing, major part of the marketing. It's going to be marketed to kids, and they're, they're using BB-8 to sell toys and stuff. And I'm like, dang, man, that, that doesn't bode well. And lo and behold, bb is just in the show for no reason other than clearly to sell toys and connect with Cavs. Yeah, he really doesn't do much. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see if it improves. 
Um, but all right, <laughs> that'll do it for this uh, for this uh, episode of the podcast. Not to leave it on a downer, but um, uh, that's all we've got for you guys this week. I mean, we we have uh, that was a, a couple weeks worth of news. I mean, we took a, a short little hiatus, had a lot of stuff going on, some holiday stuff, some life stuff going on. But we're gonna try to keep the schedule going. Next week we'll have another uh, resistance review. Um, I also want to give a little um, a solemn uh, farewell to Stan Lee as well. Yep. Uh, for his passing, the great Stan Lee recently passed. Um, you we know, did a little tribute on. Uh, yeah, we did a little tribute Hero on Talk. Hero Talk. Um, thought we might as well do something a little something here as well. Um, I know he didn't you know take part in the creation of star wars but there are a lot of star wars marvel comics out now yep. um and you know i know he there were star wars comics coming out that came out a while ago and i'm, I'm sure he you know had a part in that had a hand in that so i think that you know and he's just a, a great um personality and such an influential person um in uh in the media, in the medium of um, uh, really a lot of all kinds of like fantasy and fiction, so I think it's it's a good thing to kind of pay our respects and whatnot. Um, uh, so we're, we're all we're, I'm sure we're all saying a solemn farewell to Stanley. Um, but all right, so that'll do it for this podcast. We'll be back next week. We'll have more news, more resistance recaps, more um, uh, gaming news, I believe. Uh, well, actually, no. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Obi-Wan DLC may have already come out by then, but we'll find out. Um, uh, but that'll do it for now. Uh, and I also may have some comic reviews as well for next week. Um, all right, so that's it. Uh, so for Shamar, uh, for Kendall, I'm Shamari, and we'll see you guys next time. Everything you will do, and everything you will do, just make the force be with you.